listeners, and welcome to the Montel Pod Extra. In these dramatic, unprecedented times, Montel is launching a special podcast to keep you all informed about energy-related impact of COVID-19. You can tune in every afternoon, but kicking us off today is Trevor Sikorsky of Energy Aspects. Hi Trevor, Richard here. Hey Richard, how are you? Pretty good. Yourself? Yeah, how are you bearing good. up? Yeah, we're fine. Yeah, we're you know well connected. Okay, staying at home, yeah. not going anywhere. <laughs> how okay. about you? Yeah, same really. How's working from home? How's that for you? I mean, it's for some people. You know, I've got two kids and a wife also working from home here, so it's a bit. <laughs> it's a bit <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, schools are still in weirdly. Oh, okay, but generally it's fine. I work from home now and again. So I'm kind of well set up. Excellent. Trevor, let's get on to what this uh, dreadful outbreak means for markets at the moment. I mean, it's just, uh-huh. everything has just gone completely crazy. Not just destructive in terms of health-wise, but also for financial markets. What does it mean for, for gas? What are you seeing in terms of prices or uh, at the moment? Gas hasn't sold down all that heavily on, on COVID. I think the reason is, you know, we're looking at gas. Gas was already incredibly weak. You know, gas... Uh, was looking problematic for balancing and COVID just came into what was already a weak market. And Mm. it almost seemed like, you know, last week we saw a little bit of strength in prices coming from a cold end of March and maybe a little bit of short covering because the market was already so short, um, which was very different from a lot of other markets. So I would say at the moment there hasn't been a massive kind of COVID sell down yet, but I think, it does hold out for, you know, if you do start to, you know, when I think the weather eases, you might start to see a more pronounced reduction mm-hmm. in the absolute value of gas demand. And, and when that happens, I think, you know, that's when, you know, you will see some further weakness in gas prices. We already expected them to be incredibly weak this summer, but it really is just another kind of bearish development against okay. the background of a very bearish market. Okay, so it's already oversupplied. You've got the mild weather and then and then the, the mm-hmm. COVID demand hitting. I mean, what are you sensing from industrial demand here for gas? Well, I think the kind of key sectors that are going to be affected, certainly it's not Rescor, you know, it's not really residential, but it will be the commercial and industrial that probably are affected by the most. I mean, I mean, it's very hard to get a feel for for how big this is going to be looking at the countries probably with the greatest, you know, that are most affected at the moment is, of course, Italy and Spain. We probably have more experience with the Italian numbers than we do with Spanish numbers as as Mm. Spain just recently accelerated. But certainly on the Italian numbers you're looking at from what we can see you adjust it for HDDs, there's probably around a, you know, a 20 to 25% reduction in industrial gas demand over the last two weeks. Mm, that's... In some ways, people maybe, certainly we maybe, thought mm. that was going to be bigger than 25%, but it is around that. So certainly a lot of factories are still working, probably still functioning, probably with reduced workforces, but mm. they're still getting down that. Um, as this goes on for longer, you, that probably will be more difficult, and, and we would probably expect to see over March and April you know, a reduction uh, greater than that 25% reduction in mm. industrial gas demand. Across Europe, or the, the, we're talking mainly Italy, Spain? Probably across Europe, because you're certainly looking at very, you know, now you have very extensive quarantine measures in Spain, growing quarantine measures in France and Germany, of course. You will probably see that in places as well, like the UK when it gets worse. We are at the maybe the beginning 
end of the very beginning, let's say, of, <laughs> of COVID. So, mm. Um, mm. It, it, you know, if you would like, we still have, um, I think we still have the peak to come. Mm. Um, if we look at Korea and we look at China, both of them, in terms of new cases, you saw new case numbers peak at about the 25 to 30 day level. Mm. Um, if you compare that with Europe, we're in the you know, since 25 to 30 day level uh, after the acceleration of the, the virus into the population. Uh, for Italy, you may be on day 10, uh, mm. and that's probably the most advanced of all of them. So you've got another at least 14 or 15 days of, mm. you know, accelerating cases before it probably starts to get better. So there's still a long ways to go. Hard to know. I mean, certainly it's taken China mm. a ways to get back this quarantine measures in in Hubei province that economic rebound has been reasonably slow and for Korea we're just getting some of the, the data at the moment but again it does look like you know of course as, as you expect from this there is a turn you know there has been a turn down in industrial uh, energy demand and that is probably going to be a consistent you know across the world yeah it's a very bleak picture but what do you think all the impacts of this home working is having on on markets and, and liquidity is that impacting at all? Liquidity does look like it's coming down uh, in terms of daily volumes traded, but not all that significantly, right? So like we said before, you know, it, it is a market where, or it is one of the things that is most difficult to do at home is probably trade. Mm. Uh, there are very, you know, strenuous, I would say, IT restrictions on, on, you know, what you can do when you're not in the office as a trader. So translating that into work from home is 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 actually you know one of the more difficult things probably to do in the service economy so we mm. do expect the you know liquidity to probably take a hit like i said we probably didn't see that much all over volatility let's say on the carbon market was down a little bit in terms of you know the numbers that that we have been seeing certainly on monday certainly a reduction on the week on week uh, or on the, the previous fridays mm. liquidity so you know, and you did see on that day a reasonably big sell-off on the carbon side. You yeah. know, a sell-off that we haven't hasn't really been reflected in the gas market yet. Absolutely. So probably, you know, you would expect you know that liquidity to start coming. Just a final question or thought: Is there any light at the end of the tunnel here, Trevor, or in this sort of bleak, surreal world we're living in, when we're all locked away, uh, locked down, locked in? <laughs> well, that's a good question. <laughs> I mean, what I would say is nothing lasts forever, and certainly that will be true of this. There's lots not known about. COVID, so it's very hard to say that, yes, you know, you hit day 25 or day 30, mm. you know, and it starts to, to be over. That's, you know, possibly optimistic. We don't have very many data points. We have, you know, we have China, we have Korea, we have countries that were very good at testing, countries that were quite, certainly in China's case, um, you know, willing to to be quite strenuous in terms of isolating its population. Less so in Korea, but you did have, you know, you do have a kind of culture in, in Asia of wearing masks and things like mm. that. That culture is kind of missing in the European, uh, you know, the European space. You still don't see any masks, I would say, around London. Mm. So there are kind of limits in, in how much you can draw from that, but hopefully we'll see a similar kind of, you know, we'll see a similar path. And, and really what that would mean is you would be looking for peaking you know, sometime in April and, you know, and, and then it largely coming out of the system, you know, by sometime in May. And, and certainly that's a very long time for people to have, mm. you know, daily routines being disrupted. But it does mean that it's maybe a, a four to six week kind of issue that you really have to 
will be the, the major disruption and then lives hopefully will start being able to get back to, uh, to, to something more normal fingers crossed Trevor thank you very much thank for joining us on the Montel special podcast uh, looking at COVID-19 and its impact on the energy markets we'll speak again Trevor all Thanks the best Richard. thank you Take bye, care. bye. Yeah, you, you too. too bye Well, listeners, that's all for today. Uh, Remember to tune in every day at 5 o'clock CET on covid19.montelnews.com via the Montel website and soon on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Please remember to tune into the Montel Weekly as well every Friday, where we'll be bringing you all the relevant energy market news and updates. Thank you. Bye.